I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. Numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. We're being heard coast to coast. Thank you to all the program directors that air this program. We're grateful to you for doing so. TalkStreamLive.com. Thank you so much for keeping us lit on the internet and linking to those radio stations. And for those of you that are listening to us in stereo, wall-to-wall sound from Aftermath.fm, we thank you too. And for those of you who want to listen to the shows on your own time and want to be able to go into our library in our little digital sandbox, you can go to Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. You can subscribe by going there. A lot of great things you get. A lot of, um, I guess you could call them spiffs, if you decide that you want to uh, subscribe to our, like I say, digital playground, digital sandbox. Just go to Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. And there is a subscription that I'm sure would fit your budget. It's some, it's uh it helps the show out, and we really thank those who who sign up and and proud members too. We're very grateful for them as well. You know, one of the things that I think we shine at that my crew, Wes, Ron, and myself, um, I, and I've said this many times. I, I I think that the difference between this show and those of the mainstream is that. My show delves deeper into the darker and sometimes mind-blowing aspects of our reality. It isn't just conspiracy theory that can be written off as a fantasy. It's a reality that exists in the margins. It's a place where the mainstream dares not to go. It's information you never really think about until it's packaged and presented as something that is beyond your day-to-day reality. And we, we, we know that the media, mostly the nightly news, shapes and designs the very foundations of what we call reality. They, they know that they can hijack the zeitgeist with various agendas and create problems that they know will cause a reaction. And they can even push people towards a solution that has already been laid out. It's a form of crowd control and for structuring the movements of the people. They know a lot about human behavior because of the data that they have mined. Facebook knows a lot about you because of the data that it mines. Twitter knows about you because of the data that it mines. And you don't think that they don't use that data? Because they know exactly what you want to hear. They know exactly what buttons they can push. They know all about you. They know what you fear. And they take great delight in showing you what they're capable of. They always seem to find a way to present whatever's going on or what may happen soon as they present it as palatable, a uh, palpable, they, uh, or palatable, and and they do so using other methods, whether it be uh, political satire, whether it be um, documentaries, parodies, science fiction. Of course, is a great way to make everything palpable. It's it's it, the fact is that there is a form of it, a form of science fiction that is already in the process of delivering that non-fictional portion of the story when the people have all acclimated to the idea of it being real or tangible. Right now, a lot of stories are being put forward. Uh, and, and sometimes reality uh, is is amazing when you think about it. I mean, think about, uh, think about uh, James Kirk. He, he's the captain of the USS Enterprise. William Shatner, the man who played Captain Kirk, went into space today for about 11 minutes. 
the oldest man to ever leap from the planet and go out into space. And yet he played a starship captain on a, on a TV show and in the movies that we all love, Star Trek. Don't you find that interesting? It, 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 it's like how reality and art, you know, slam together. They make this, everything real and tangible, you know. I mean, there are a few people who are, you know, they, they write me all the time. They write me emails and they say, I, don't, I, I can't believe how much you talk about this predictive programming stuff, how much you talk. About, and, 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 they, and they say, well, I don't get it. <laughs> they don't understand how it works. Well, maybe it's because, you know, you need to pay attention to the antics of media or you need to understand how we are shown a B-movie apocalypse in the media. A B-movie apocalypse. I mean, you're, we're looking at shows like The Walking Dead. We're looking, hell, the nightly news even programs us for a lot of things. We're seeing a lot of movies. And these movies and the themes of these movies, these TV shows, these comic books, these, I mean, comic book shows, of course, they are eventually treated to be real. They're the real thing later on uh, many weeks, many months, many years later. I mean, I contend that horror and science fiction are no longer escapism. They are pretext. A lot of the shows are pretext. The programming is in place. We recognize many things, and we recognize many actions. As they unfold, we see them in a way that it's been played out for us in a television show or a movie. That way we can say to ourselves, oh, remember, it's like that movie. It's like that movie. I remember uh, after 9-11, there was one movie that was like at the bottom of the charts and it climbed the charts. It was Independence Day. And the reason why is because people wanted to see the destruction that Independence Day had because it reminded them of, uh, of the 9-11 attacks. Same with Contagion. You know, the, the movie Contagion, once we had COVID-19, Contagion actually spiked in rentals. People were watching Contagion. Why? Because they wanted to see what was in the movie and what was in the real life. And Contagion hit the nail on the head with COVID. What happened in Independence Day hit the nail on the head with 9-11, especially when you look at the structure of the buildings and how it was done and how clever it was put together on a, a, a in a computer on a movie set. I mean, there are so many uncanny coincidences and uncanny synchronicities in our media and, and things that do happen. I, I would contend that most conspiracy theorists probably don't understand the underlying mechanics of conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory, I mean, today it's been given a pejorative uh, type of treatment, right? Say, well, conspiracy theory is all lies. It's all lies. It's people people who are lonely and stupid only listen to conspiracy theories. It's not true. I mean, conspiracy theory is what police officers do when they try to find a killer, when they try to figure out motive, when they try to figure out all, it's all conspiracy theory. And see, conspiracy theory used to be a sophisticated way of getting to the truth. It used to be a way to uh, take all the evidence in hand and, and kind of reconstruct it, connecting the dots, trying to prove a cover-up or prove some sort of uh, fallacy or, or, or something that's not true. But now it's a matter of, oh, I believe it, I, I, so I'm going to post it type of thing on the Internet. And so the media gets angry. Why? Because, well, they're not doing their jobs, and so somebody who's smarter than them has picked up on some things that the media has not picked up on. And so the media says, well, they're conspiracy theorists. Who are you going to believe, us or, or conspiracy theorists? I think, I think you, you know uh, who usually is right in the end, not the media. It's mostly the conspiracy theorists. Um, 
I, I know that, you know, when you're in this type of mindset, the conspiracy theory mindset, conspiracy history mindset, the mind can create a multitude of scenarios which can develop from fiction to reality given enough time, though, uh, when it's evident there is a force structuring going on. There's a force structuring of life using art. It, it becomes a phenomenon worthy of discussion. Coincidence and synchronicity are always something that have, it, it, they've been a blessing and a curse for my show. It, it helps it helps me with my credibility. It helps us with our credibility when we give out information that is a forbearance to the mainstream news. And then when it happens, people say, you nailed it. Clyde was right. This is, and I really appreciate that. I appreciate that people are paying attention, you know. But it can be a curse because when people hear the information later from others, we get emails asking why we haven't talked about the topic when it's hot in the mainstream or in the zeitgeist. Last week, I felt like I had to play cleanup a lot because there was a lot of stuff that we had talked about months before. I mean, back in June, July, they were happening now. And and so I was thinking to myself, well, I, I think I need to cover these things to show that we're on the right track here, that the listeners that, that invest in Aftermath.media, the listeners that, you know, you know patronize our, 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 or patronize our, 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 our sponsors, they're getting a good show. They're getting a factual, truthful show. And so when I look at predictive programming and when my heart and intuition is right there in the midst of it, I tell people that this is the disturbance and possibly the detour that we're going to experience. And when we do experience it, We'll either see it in the movies, we'll see it in comic books, we'll see it um, TV shows. Sometimes you'll even hear it on this program. And it's not predictive programming. It's basically observances and using history and human behavior, maybe even an algorithm or two, to tell you what is in store, what is coming, what is actually happening behind the scenes and how writers and, and, and literature and all this stuff shapes your attitudes and your opinions about what is reality, about how reality unfolds. I mean, I like to think that I have a part in that as well. If you listen to this program, I like to think I have a part in getting you to think outside the box, getting you to think in the margins. And then, yeah, you can get back to reality after the show. And I'm saying that I'm not talking about reality. I mean, I talk about reality every night, but it's a different kind of reality. It's the second Genesis reality. It's the idea that simultaneously there are thousands of things going on that you don't know about. And I kind of pinpoint and, and kind of focus on those stories that are just not too far out there. But they're out there just a bit. Not a lot. But, yeah. Eventually, we catch up. Eventually, we realize that we're on the timeline. And, and, the, and the timeline is giving us the results that we saw or we at least could figure out for the future 503-225-0860 that's 503-225-0860 i'm clyde lewis you are listening to ground zero and we'll be back i'm clyde lewis and you've just listened to a segment of ground zero in order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media it's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, 
plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.